For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Tim Weisberg program. Brian sitting in for Tim till uh, Tim gets better. And I hope he gets better real soon. 508-996-0500. That's how you can get onto the program today and, and join us. We have been talking about quite a few things. In particular, the lead story from ABC, CBS is talking about it, NBC. Every, every major network, whether you like what they have to say or don't like what they have to say. Everybody's talking about the drone strike that killed three U.S. servicemen and wounded, as ABC is now saying, 34 other U.S. personnel. It happened uh, over the weekend yesterday. I found out about it yesterday morning. President Biden is, is vowing to respond and I've been asking well how do you respond who do you respond to we had a caller during the six o'clock hour I believe who stated uh, we should strike back and maybe it's because we haven't been striking at all and I brought up the fact that well we've been going after the Houthis I think that I I think that there have probably been more strikes against the United States and, and military outposts in um, Syria and Iraq than we've responded to. But I I all I've heard and and this is key at least key to me. Maybe it's not key to you. It is by the way, it is Free Thinkers Day. So it is pretty key to me. It's one thing to say Iranian-backed militia groups. But that doesn't tell us who they are. Unless, unless it's being set up that we should go after the Iranians because they are funding or... Uh, 
providing weaponry to these militia groups. And that might sound good to you, except for one major flaw that I see with that. And here it is. The United States of America makes payments and sells military hardware to other groups, countries. They're not all countries. And some of these groups, countries, turn around and use that weaponry against other folks. So does that mean that the other countries should have the same free reign to go after the United States if the United States decides it's going to go after Iran? I mean, there could be a lot of tit-for-tat going on all around the globe. The Chinese, they sell their weapons. The North Koreans sell their weapons. The Russians sell their weapons. The Brits sell their weapons. These, to the best of our knowledge, are legitimate sales. So how do we respond? During the course of last week, the United States and Britain fired missiles at the Houthis. Didn't seem to stop the Houthis because they fired back. The United States supplied Saudi Arabia with with weaponry that the Saudis used against the Houthis in Yemen. It didn't stop the Houthis. So where does this all go? And for some reason or another, I'm looking at this and saying, well, were things like this prior to October 7th? If they were, we didn't hear too much about it. So I I ask you, we seem to be reasonable. How do you suggest that President Biden, you don't want to use the president's name, the Congress, our military, how should the United States respond? Should the United States respond to what happened in Jordan, that drone strike? 508-996-0500. Of course, the border crisis is still going on. And, you know, let me step back just a little bit. I question why the United States has troops on the ground in Syria, on the ground in Jordan, and many other places in the Middle East and in Africa. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But it seems to me, we as a nation would be better off 
with those troops out of those countries and patrolling our southern border. Maybe if we had our troops on the southern border, the state of Texas wouldn't have to have all that barbed wire erected. By the way, it's not erected from El Paso all the way down to uh, Brownsville. Just erected in a, in a particular area. Caller earlier stated that um, we should keep an eye on the truck caravans that are heading to Texas. I haven't heard Maura Healy speak anything about that, although she is working on the migrant situation here in the Commonwealth. We talked about that a bit during during our number um, two, the plan to have resettlement agencies. Apparently, there are already eight resettlement agencies here in the Commonwealth, and they will be charged with helping to find permanent housing for 400 out of 7,500 plus migrants that are in emergency shelters right now. 400 out of 7,500. I'm rounding it off. And then, after helping them find housing, help them find jobs so they don't have to stay on the government dole. Now, pardon me if that doesn't sound a little bit to me like having the fox guarding the chicken coop. Because these resettlement agencies, they're getting state tax dollars. Your tax dollars, my tax dollars, to the tune of... $10 million year one of this so-called pilot program hasn't been used anywhere else in the country. Now, the Fox being these resettlement programs, how hard do you think that they're going to be working to make sure that their chickens aren't, aren't getting off the government dole? Because if they get off the government dole, What happens to the resettlement agencies and the money that they're getting from the government dole? All right, let's hear from you. 508-996-0500. I appreciate your patience. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure I was on the air. You are. I heard a little uh, ringing in the back. I didn't know. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was on a game show for a minute. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, I think what, every, what a lot of people are ignoring about the situation in the Middle East is the fact that there's like a civil war going on within the Muslim religion between the Shia faction and the Sunni faction. And it's this is similar to what went on in Europe during the Middle Ages between Protestants and Catholics. I mean, how much blood was shed in Europe during that period of time? Uh, there was war after war. And now you've got... These Shia factions, which are closely aligned with the Iranian uh, government, which is a Shia, the mullahs in Iran are Shia Muslims, and the Sunni factions, I mean, which uh, I guess you could call their headquarters being Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I would, I would consider that the, the head, head uh, Muslim, yeah. yeah and, and this civil war that's going on is a vicious civil war, 
uh, over-interpretation of the Koran. Uh, there was an excellent program on PBS that went into depth on this. But uh, a lot of this unrest uh, is really a civil war within the Muslim religion, over-interpretation of the Koran. And in Yemen, uh, that's been going on for about 10 years now, where uh, the Shia uh, faction, the Houthis, are, are a part of that. Uh, and they are getting uh, weapons and money from Iran. Uh, but, you know, this is a dispute between Saudi Arabia and Iran, uh, what's going on. It's a, it's a proxy war between those two countries being carried out by, uh, you know, these uh, militia groups. So are the, So in this particular case, what we're, you know, bringing it home, the United States ends up being the victim of a drone strike. Do you think that they were going after the United States or it was an, uh, an error and they were actually going after uh, the Sunnis? Uh, well, you know, you know, the, the, the you know what, about, what, what is it? Well, there's an old saying that there's no such thing as moderate uh, politicians in the Middle East. Uh, these are all radicals. They're radicals because a lot of these countries are, are not democracies, they're theocracies. I mean, the mullahs in Iran, that's a ruling council of Muslim priests. And religion is really what rules the area. And the United States, I don't want us to get involved in this uh, civil war over the interpretation of the Koran. I, I, I really don't want to see blood spilt in, uh, by Americans. Uh, remember that we supported Iraq in the Iraq-Iran war? That's because we were bad at Iran at the time. That's right. right? We feared but, them. but before we that, we were, we were best buddies with Iran because we toppled their, their Ayatollah to put in the Shah. That's correct. I mean, the politics of the Middle East is just convoluted. You know? and, and, but we, what's worse about it is we play the game. Yeah, and it's a game we can't win. It, it, it's, eventually... This turmoil in the Middle East is is going to it's it's already spreading. It's 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 getting worse. Uh, like Lebanon, I mean, that's like a the southern half of Lebanon is an army of terrorists, Hezbollah, and they get all their weaponry through Syria and Iran. There's a there's a, a supply route that goes through there. We cannot control this entire region. I mean, you're talking about... And, and, and nor should we. It's not our region to control. The, yeah, a, the United States has a problem. We're control freaks. Hey, thank you much for your call. I, I do appreciate it. Got to get into a break. I see you holding there, and I'm going to get to you. 508-996-0500. Brian in today for Tim. <laughs> Bill has an update coming up in just a bit, but let's go back to your calls. At 508-996-0500. Hello. Yeah, how you doing, Brian? Brian is excellent, thank you. Good, good to hear. Uh, Tom, uh, Tom Homan, the former ICE director, told Congress that uh, people are coming here from uh, over 150 countries. 5,000 foreign nationals have been crossing our border a day in Texas. And that's... Uh, that's 140000 a month. Now, could you imagine if New Bedford was taking in 5,000 foreign nationals a day? No. What would Maura Healy do about that? Well, I, she would have to come up with a new uh, resettlement group to resettle the folks. 
resettle the folks. I think we're headed towards bankruptcy, and uh, people, we, and, uh, uh, they how, need to wake how, up. How, and, uh, how, how can we not be bankrupt, or never mind morally bankrupt, but financially bankrupt? We're, to, we're spending borrowed money. Credit card here. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's just not there. The it, banks don't even lunacy, have the money. Lunacy, Brian. Lunacy. You know how much Texas has spent this year to secure their southern border? Close to $200 million to put Bob Wire, uh, Texas uh, National Guard, and the Texas Rangers to secure the border that Joe Biden doesn't want to do. And he's quickly wants to engage in a foreign war with all of these countries and not, and not defend our nation that he swore an oath to protect. Yeah, I look, I, I'm not arguing with you. I, you've, you've, you've hit it on the, on the head. Uh, right now, it's at a stalemate. He, I guess he could always tell the, the Border Patrol, enough of this, go, go to start cutting the barbed wire. But that would be ridiculous. That would be asinine. Well, uh, the director of the Department of Homeland Security, Mayorkas, uh, Congress is filing for an impeachment of him because of negligence of duty and and not enforcing our laws, our immigration laws. Uh, there's a process going now in Congress to impeach him. He should have been impeached a long time ago. How can anybody vote for a Democrat? Uh, is beyond me because uh, all the Republican governors say they're behind Greg Abbott and defending this border from a mass invasion. And where's Maura Healy? She's not, uh, de- she's not for protecting our country. She's saying, you keep working, working the live long day and sweat your toil. Give all the money to the government because we're going to take care of all these people that don't belong here. Let me ask you something. I, I, you're correct in your statement. The last I heard... There were 25 governors backing Greg Abbott. I think he's probably the 25th. How many governors are not backing Greg Abbott? All the Democrats. Roughly the same amount, right? About the same amount, yeah. Okay, so this country is at a, a stalemate. It's 50-50, 50 yeah. for our country and 50 that want to radically change our nation to a communist regime. And people better find, they better wake up very quickly because we're very close. We can lose our nation if people don't smarten up and wake up. So you are of the opinion that things haven't been lost already. You, you agree that we are a broke nation. Uh, you see what's going on at the border. You see what's happening in education. We're not a. We're not already broke. We're not already I the, there. I think the country's on a precipice. But if we stand together, we can turn this around. But the people have to, and I'm, and I'm talking about the moderate Democrats, the silent di- uh, moderate Democrats, who've allowed this left-wing communist uh, takeover of the Democratic Party. They need to be all united with Republicans and Americans, most of all libertarians, to shift uh, the, this uh, trajectory of our nation because we're very close of losing it if we don't stand united. I appreciate your call very much. Thank you, as always. Let's go over to Studio 6 and 7 eights. Let's hear from Phil. Hey, 
Good morning, Brian. Three American service members are dead after a weekend drone attack at a U.S. outpost in Jordan. NBC's Courtney Koob has more details from military leaders. This one-way attack drone, it got through the air defenses of this base and was able to land and explode right near a shelter where troops were sleeping. That's why we saw such a high casualty number here. The U.S. Central Command has confirmed another 25 service members were also injured near the Syrian border in northeast Jordan. It marks the first U.S. troops killed by enemy fire in the Middle East since the start of the Israel-Hamas war. President Biden condemned the attack in a White House statement yesterday. He called it a, quote, despicable and wholly unjust attack carried out by radical Iranian-backed militant groups. GOP presidential hopeful and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley says the primary in her home state is not do or die. Speaking on NBC's Meet the Press, Haley acknowledged that she needs to do better than she did in New Hampshire, but can still make a strong showing without actually winning the state. She said her goal is to keep her momentum and continue to gain on former President Trump. Haley downplayed current South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster's endorsement of Trump noting that she beat McMaster when she ran for governor. A House Republican is calling Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas the architect of destruction and says his actions warrant impeachment. Eight million encounters, 300 on the terror watch list, 200 million people dead now thanks to fentanyl poisoning. Speaking on Fox News Sunday, Texas Congressman Michael McCall says Mayorkas is solely responsible for the amount of fentanyl and the number of people on the terror watch list that have come into the U.S. across the southern border. McCall accused Mayorkas of dereliction of duty and breach of the public trust. On Sunday, House Republicans released two articles of impeachment. The House Homeland Security Committee is scheduled to meet Tuesday to determine if it will move impeachment to a vote on the House floor. Income tax season has arrived. That means you can start filing your 2023 federal income tax return today. The actor who played Captain America will be in Washington today to talk about his efforts to get more young people engaged in civics. Here's Rory O'Neill with more. Actor Chris Evans co-founded A Starting Point, a civic engagement platform with fellow actor Mark Kasson. The two will appear before the National Press Club to talk about their bipartisan website, which uses frequent video chats to discuss issues of the day. Is AI ready to be used in the criminal justice system? From a young person's perspective, why does U.S. spending and and the debt matter? Why should young people care? Youth engagement may be critical in the upcoming election. I'm Rory O'Neill. And a movie in its third week of release tops the box office for the first time. The Beekeeper took in an estimated $7.4 million over the weekend, edging out Mean Girls by about $100,000. Turning now to the South Coast, the excessive force trial of Fall River Police Officer Nicholas Hoare is expected to start today, and a new Bedford man is arrested in a 2022 Dartmouth stabbing. That's 41-year-old Ryan Veenstra. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Boston Celtics host the New Orleans Pelicans tonight at 7.30. And the Super Bowl is set. In case you missed any of yesterday's games, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers will duke it out February 11th in Las Vegas. Now for a check of your Monday morning forecast with ABC6. Slick roads out there this morning with temperatures in the mid to low 30s. It will be uh, come quite gusty as the day progresses. Uh, temperatures topping out in the mid 30s. It will remain cloudy as well this afternoon and the wind chill values in the 20s overnight tonight mostly cloudy winds are still gusty around 21 and then tomorrow quite cold wind chill values in the teens
From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Asidel Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. This WBSM News Update brought to you by Sparks Auto Dartmouth, home of the $29 oil change. Your choice for auto repairs, brakes, and inspection stickers. Sparks Auto, 425 State Road, Dartmouth. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM. And get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. W-B-S-M. Chris McCarthy coming up after the top of the hour. I'm Brian in for Tim today. Let's uh, let's go back to your calls. 508-996-0500. Hello. Hey, Brian. How's it going? Excellent. Thank you. How are you? Fabulous. So, as usual, many talk, uh, many points to talk about. But let's start off with um, Iran. Um, Iran backed militias. But where did Iran get the money from? Iran is in business. Um, they did get money from the United States. True, but it doesn't mean it was that pot of gold they they get it wasn't they they have scientists they 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 do enough to make money they're they're not they're not a poor people yeah but when they get extra resources you know what i mean like free resources like think about it no i i i I, I get it i mean but you know what it's it's like saying the, the amount of money that Maura Healy is going to use for this program, did it come from the feds? Did it come from uh, money, uh, your excise taxes? It's all the pool of money. Yes, I uh, I agree 100%. But at the same time, it's just all these questions. Like, yeah. what are we doing in Jordan to begin with? Hello. Like, you know, like Saudi Arabia, we are their army. Basically, we are their backing. They, they, and that's the agreement that we made in the 70s. So this is all just coming back to bite us in the butt. Like, you know, we, you know, it's like Robin from Peter to pay Paul type deal. You know, we're just jumping around everywhere. It just doesn't make sense that. And like, you know, here we go with the resettlement agencies. Hey, million dollar idea. Feel like you know going to buy myself a little or renting a little spot, you know, get that stuff going, fill my pockets, and then get get out of uh, Massachusetts. You know what I mean? Like, yep. you, you just look around and you're just scratching your head, and you're like, how how did we get here? How did and, we get here? Where the last, did the money come from? Yeah, it yeah. It, it, it just appears. Mm. It appears. It appears from everywhere. Like the last caller was saying, like we have to save our nation, save our nation. I think. I think we're well beyond that. Like, we don't even get along, half of us. You know, it seems like we're headed towards, especially with this, what's going on in Texas right now, seems like we're headed to civil war, like, in a hurry. Like, it's like, remember, uh, now I don't even know, they were talking about annexing um, Texas way back in the day. Uh, We're right back there. So, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. And I I started going down that particular road earlier, but then I I intersected with something else. And 
there's only a part of Texas where this barbed wire and standoff seems to be going on. What are the other Texans, you know, and, and their border towns, what are they thinking about all of this? Do they, do they, you know, do they want the Biden administration there? Do, do they want Greg Abbott to uh, extend the barbed wire up there? I don't hear anything uh, out of New Mexico. Uh, I, I don't hear Arizona trying to do the same thing, although Arizona may be thinking, well, we'll, we'll help out Texas. I don't hear California uh, thinking about doing something along these lines. Yeah, it's the hyper focus on Texas yeah. because of who? Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott. That's what it's uh, all about. Or, you know, or the it, fact it, that it's and, a presidential election year. Yeah, exactly. Like what people have to understand is this is it's all for a reason. Nobody ca- listen, Brian. Nobody cares about anything until it's on their doorstep. Let's let's be honest. The same thing with Massachusetts. Everybody was talking about. Oh, you know that's. When it became everyone else's problem other than Texas, and when he started shipping them off like, uh, hey, you think it's so easy? Give it a shot. You know, that's when it became a problem. That's when people talk about it. The same thing that's going on in Massachusetts. Now it's at our doorstep. Now what are we going to do? And that's what it is, kicking the can down the road. No, but like that's the society we live in. And you know what? Next week we'll be talking about something else and we won't even have bad eyelashes about Texas. You know, that's just the society we live in. It's a problem. And, you know, every day it's a new thing. And then you wonder why you go back to like mental health and why there's such mental health (laughs) issues like going on and increases and boom, there you go. Right. So what do you do? Let's feed everybody uh, Prozac. (laughs) There you go. Like, you know, it's, it's a merry-go-round. It's like candy. Until people, yeah, (laughs) until people put their foot down and kind of say, Hey, like enough's enough. This is going to continue. You know, it's, everybody's hating on like you know i go back to the civil war thing i i think that's where we're headed it's like it's contrived and until people open their eyes to what is really going on but then it's too late you know thank you i i do appreciate your call i think you've made some great points 508-996-0500 is how you get onto the program you know let's follow that for a second Next thing you know, you're going to look up and this whole thing dealing with Texas, you know, where do you see it going? Let's let's extend that out. Do you see a civil war happening in the great state of Texas? How do you see this particular conflict ending? Does it end in the next week or two? Is it like uh, juicy fruit gum? You, you know, you, you have a piece with your coffee break and you can stretch that coffee break all the way to the election? Uh, that might have flown over some people's head. That used to be a, a commercial way back when. Stretch your coffee break with juicy fruit gum. Yeah, okay, never mind. At any rate, how do you see this ending? Do you see this this whole conflict down in South Texas lasting a, more than a couple of weeks? Do you think that there's you think there'll be gunshots fired between the border patrol and 
the Texas Rangers or or groups like that. I I I can't see that happening. I could be wrong. Won't be the first time or the last. I just don't see that happening. I I tend to agree with the caller. After a while, we we will be on to something else. Makes you wonder how long we're going to be on with this whole thing, dealing with Israel and Hamas. They've been battling it for, for years and years. But how much should the United States be involved? And we are involved. And as the previous caller pointed out, we've got troops on the ground in Saudi Arabia, in Jordan, Syria, I believe, also. Why? I, you know, I wonder what set this whole thing in motion as far as the United States getting involved. And I would like to believe it doesn't go all the way back to 1948. Maybe it does. Maybe somebody realized at that particular time we could build a whole new industry around this uh, this country that we are trying to establish called an Israel. Maybe. Maybe not. Well, I reckon, I also reckon that the Biden administration is, pardon me, the Biden administration is hoping that the Senate's plan on for the border pans out, although the House of Representatives says it's dead on arrival. (laughs) You know, I get a kick out of these plans every once in a while. It nearly shuts down the border when a certain immigration cap is met. So I guess when you've got 5,000 people, okay, we're shutting it down for today, but we'll open it up again tomorrow. Then you get to 400 4,000, rather, 999. Oh, well, one more can still cross. <sighs> okay. I don't, I don't think that's what the state of Texas wants. I don't think that's what the Republicans want. And yet the administration is still pushing forward in that direction. All right, let's hear from you. 508-996-0500. Thank you for your patience. Hello. Hey, good morning, Brian. Morning, Brian. I think you and I are in the uh, same age ballpark. When the same, in the ballpark of the same age. So I remember I graduated from uh, the Bedford High, and I was up in uh, Vermont actually, at a, a place called uh, Norwich University slash Vermont College. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, half of uh, the college was Norwich, of course. The other half, Vermont. What Norwich was a military university, and I used to go over there for classes a couple times a day or something like that, and. Uh, they had guys over there. So you remember the Shah of Iran? So the Shah well, of Iran. I, I never met him, but I'd heard. I've heard yeah. of him. Yeah. So the Shah of Iran was like our best, staunchest ally in the Middle East. I mean, we couldn't get any better. You know, we were on the same page with him. Probably had coffee together with him, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, when they threw him out of power. <clears throat> There was a bunch of guys over there at the, universe, at the Norwich University, the military part, that were Iranians, 
So there were Iranians over here. They were being trained all over the country in military universities. Norwich was one of them. And when the news came down that the Shah had been overthrown, these guys from Iran, man, you'd see them walking around because I always had to walk like in the gutter <clears throat> the first year. And you'd see them walking around in the university. And before, prior to the Shah being overthrown, they were just happy campers. When the Shah was overthrown, they all looked like they, they were on their way to the cemetery. And one day they were just gone. And we heard that some, a lot of them were getting shot as soon as they got off the plane over there because they were from the previous regime. Now, you mean the students were getting shot? The military, military student, cadets, yes. Wow. Yeah, because they were, they were the Shah's military cadets. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And they went over there for the Aitolas, yeah. Um, and uh, you, you raised the, uh, the question, I think, uh, as, as a matter of uh, conversation, <clears throat> why are we over there in the Middle East? I mean, you know that we've always been over there for oil for the Middle East oil. But if anybody needs a reason to vote for Donald Trump, here I go. No, if anybody needs a reason for, to vote for Donald Trump, this may be one of those reasons because right now they're gonna use the, the uh, pretense of, of oil, our need for oil or whatever the case may be to be involved in a war in the Middle East, <clears throat> excuse me, when we really have no, no, no reason to be involved in the Middle East whatsoever. We should just pull right out of there because we have all the oil, natural gas, et cetera, that we need right here. And Donald Trump proved it by opening up the drilling and the fracking and everything else. And we have all we need right here. And why should we be getting involved in a war in the Middle East for oil that we don't really need? I don't know. I don't know. Biden, Biden can, can, can leave billions of dollars worth of stuff in Afghanistan. But he can't just pick up and leave the Middle East. So, you know, I I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And I'm not disagreeing, but I am going to add this part to it. Uh, you say we have all the oil that we want. We as a country collectively. Is that what you meant? Yes. Yes, however, however, there are businesses that have a part of that action and there are other businesses that don't have a part of that action and businesses that have a part of the action over in the Middle East. And so one troop, one troop, I'm just saying it like this, the, let's say the Biden camp, they might be backed by a, a group of folks that want that foreign oil, whereas yeah. Trump and his group, you know, they, they know that they can produce enough here and make their riches that way. Well, I, I, I'm not sure if he's focused on the, I don't know, I'm not trying I'm, to be I'm bad, just but saying, say, I'm, What I'm trying yeah. to say is that you, because we are, and I love being a capitalist, but be, you, you have two factions that, that could be fighting uh, for two different things, and that's why we have those troops over there. Well, I think Trump is probably... I believe, uh, I believe, with, without any reservations, I believe that Trump is probably in the camp of country first, everything else second. Well, that's the way he makes it sound. However, I think that Trump is Trump first and everything else second. But you, you, look, you look at that guy, okay? Look at that guy. 
he is he is risking everything that he has for what? Because he believes in the country. He's not one of these billionaires like uh, Gabe, you know, Bezos or or the guy from uh, Microsoft or whatever that's got like 150 billion, 200 billion. He's got like maybe one or two. You get rid of all of his leverages and everything else, probably down to about, I don't know, one billion or somewhere in the hundreds of millions. That could be taken away. He's, he's risking everything. He is risking everything for the country. And he has really no reason to do so. He could have just left office, gone back to uh, New York City or Florida, wherever, and made a lot of money with the connections that he made from being a president. But he's back at it again. Why? The guy's guy's pushing 80. Why is he in this? What's he going to get out of it that he doesn't have already? The power? He's got plenty of power. Money? He's got plenty of money by my book. He's in it for the country. And I, I got a bumper sticker from him. I put it on. I put. I don't dare put it on my car, but I have it over one of the doorways of my house. Why don't you put it on your car? I might have some. I might have some wolves to come up and smash my windows when I'm not in the car. There, there are lots of people that have Trump bumper stickers and and all kinds yeah. of stickers all over. Trump flags yeah. hanging outside. What yeah, are you What are you worried them. about? Good for them. I just told you. <laughs> Worried about, just told you, worried about a wokeness. Not so, not what, so what, what are you, 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 you worried about when you go over to Market Basket, somebody might, might break your windows? Maybe. <laughs> so I get the bumper sticker says, they're, not, they're after you, they're not after me. <laughs> or or after, after, after me, they, they're coming for you. And it's true. Here's All right. What's between? I I I, I, I got it. I, I just got to. I'm up against the clock. But thank you much. All right, I do you. appreciate take the care. call. Bye. Adios. Good thing they didn't get me in the shower. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.